Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Deep Thoughts with the Dixons. We are joining you today from sunny St. Louis. Just no, joking. No, it no. is pouring down snow right now, like negative twenty degree wind chill, and it is far from sunny. I mean, it's probably snowed. How many inches today? You think? I mean, it looks like a solid six or seven. Yeah, it's coming already. down like crazy. It's supposed to snow the next couple of days too. I think we're getting yeah. it. I actually was talking with a guy in Austin, Texas, earlier today, and they're having rolling rolling blackouts because it's so cold there right now. Everything's frozen over in the energy grid can't carry it on their infrastructure and so it's causing a bunch of issues and we were on a zoom presentation and his energy went out like multiple times through the zoom call it wouldn't connect and this is in austin texas so it's just crazy unprecedented cold right now yeah and it's not so much exactly it's not so much about the snow i feel like it's the cold i've never felt negative 20 degrees in st louis and i've been here for about five years now never felt this cold before i mean i remember not this past Christmas, but the last Christmas, I was in a sweater. We were all hanging out outside. And now look at it this year. So At 100 degrees. I remember you wearing that sweater. Stop. <laughs> um, we're just going to jump right into it. We don't have anything else exciting. It was Valentine's Day. It was Valentine's was it Day yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. We had a good yeah. weekend, too. We had a lot of... No, uh, we were... No, uh, mm, we were dead yesterday. Well, yesterday I was tired, but on Saturday we had a lot of birthdays in my family, so we all had a family dinner, and that was good to see everybody. Yeah. Um, I feel like Brian and I are at a point where even if we do like one little outing with people and there's more than like two people there, we're just very exhausted the next day. <laughs> like, it, there's no drinking either. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not like partying. It's just like you go and you talk and you like socialize, and it's like you get home and you sleep, and that one night of sleep is not enough. You have to sleep all day next day too. Yeah. I, that is probably some of it too, and I have really long days and really long nights as well so I'm I think I, I get one day towards the end of the weekend and I'm just like phew, cashed out I need to take a break to reset and recharge you know yeah so I figured we'd do something exciting for this week's episode I know Valentine's Day was two days ago you guys you guys will hear this on Tuesday however I was looking at some of the stats of our podcast over the weekend and 78% of our listeners are female which is interesting because it sounds to me like a lot of these women can Respect my divine feminine. Well, that here, I've been pouring here's out. the thing, though. Like, I'm. I was very impressed. I thought I had a bit of an even number, but I guess I don't. And we used to. I mean, we talk about men, like topic that topics that men would be into too. You know, mm-hmm. like you've been on this episode this whole way through, so it kind of like makes me intrigued to see like how the women take to your side of things. And so I thought something fun would be to do is to just go through a couple of things that would be signs to show you that your boyfriend or husband is still into you. Not like beginning dating, you know, when you're dating or like you're trying to like get into someone's pants. It's not that. It's like you're already dating. You're either married or you're in a serious relationship. And then you're kind of just like, is this guy still into me? Is it still there? You know, do you still have it? Um, and I was asking Brian about it. But it's funny because I didn't really have to ask him when I was putting this together this morning, I was just like, I already know like what he does, you know? I know how he was when he, he was trying to take me out on a date and we were like in the beginning phases of dating. And then I know how he's evolved into his like his signs of showing me that he cares or he loves me after now that we're married. And they've actually shifted in the last few months since like we've had other challenges come along our way, you know? Mm-hmm. So I knew them, but I kind of just wanted to ask him and make a little list for him. So we're just going to go through those and uh, 
and I don't want people to take this super seriously. Not every guy is the same. I do. Okay. Take it no, real no, no, serious. No. Like, there's probably some woman out there who's like, my husband's not into me. <laughs> like, Why no. so serious? Yeah. This is just fun. This is just Brian's version of it. Like, this is how he, you know, shows me. And this is what he's learned. Um, we have known each other for almost 10 years now. We've been married for about almost, what, two and a half, three? Something like that, yeah. Um, and if you guys like hear a uh, little critter running around, this is our our good friend Onyx has joined us today. Yeah, sorry, our dog's here with us. And she's today. like tap dancing below where uh, where we're at and wanting to get some attention. So she's going to be joining us. Maybe one day we'll get her a mic and let her let her yeah. talk, speak for herself. She's yeah. licking her lips very loudly. Stop! <laughs> oh my God, she's too cute. Okay, first one, eye contact, and he's not distracted. That's right. So. I think that's an important thing. You want to be present and be in the moment when you are with your significant other and uh, make sure you're you know, giving them the attention that they deserve and require. And also something that I do sometimes, especially when I'm super busy that I'm always trying to get better at is if I have a million things going on and my brain is just like going all over the place, uh, I'll be doing eye can't contact and looking at Nina, but I won't necessarily be like registering everything that she's saying, right? And she can she calls me out on it. She knows when it's happening and um, I'll be conscious and I'll, I'll be hearing what she's saying, but I'm not really absorbing what she's saying. And so it's something to be really important is don't only be providing eye contact and presence in that moment. Make sure you're actually registering and you're engaged in the conversation. You're not letting your mind run to other things. He calls all the time. Yeah. I, I mean, feel like you were like that when we were dating, even before we were dating. And then now even like if I'm gone out of, like out of the house for like an hour or two, it's not just a text all the time. It's like a full-blown like, Call. What are you doing? Where are you? Yeah. When are you coming home? Just be curious. You know, yeah. like curious George. I mean, even when you're together, you're still on the chase, right? That's how. Yeah. You got to still be on the chase, or else it Do you, gets don't boring. you feel like you still chase me? On the chase. Yeah. I'm on the and chase I still play times. hard to get. That's right. Hard to get until she ends up sleeping outside. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, number three is, uh, this is a big one. So you're not. When we were dating, I wouldn't consider you the loud guy, but you were like drinks for everybody and like doesn't matter who it is like it's just a different time in your life and now I feel like when we were seriously dating and after we got married especially Brian's not that loud guy who's buying drinks and dinner for random people at restaurants and bars when we're out I'm not talking about our friends and our circle of friends that's not who I'm talking about I'm talking about there are husbands out there and there are guys that I personally know they're just like those guys their wives will be sitting at a table and those douche canoes will like walk out of the bathroom and like shake hands with everybody at the bar and like <laughs> talk to all the random people and like call it networking and then pay for a random dinner for a group of table of girls you know and then say hey honey it's you know it's networking it's how you get to know people like do good things no I, unacceptable and you never you don't do that I don't know if I really ever did that. Well, you did the drinks. Well, the drinks. I mean, I'll, if we're out and about, I'm, you know, I'm happy to you know take care of that for people. But I don't think I've ever walked up to a random table and now taken you, care of their meal that I can remember. You've been like a loud person before, though, in the very yeah, beginning. I, I don't know if it was to get I my am, attention. I, I have just, no idea. No, I think that was probably but just me being I, in my own world and yeah. being a social person. But I know that there are guys and husbands who do that, and that's where I'm just like, I, I don't like it. And I know several of them. And I feel like that's not a very... Uh, that's like that person who's still stuck in the dating world or like still trying to like, look at me, look at me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that, um, number four, he wants to legitimately make an effort with your family. I think I've done a good job of that. You know? Yeah, Brian. Okay. At the, are you understanding this episode? Of These course. are all the things that you already 
do to show well, me. Well, I think most men would probably. And so now agree, I want you to explain you know, to all the females. If you're in like, a, so I'll, I'll if you're in a male female relationship, I would say most men usually lean to the woman's side of the family because the woman wants to always be with her side of the family. That's usually how it works. If you, I mean, almost everybody that I know in my life and myself growing up included, like we always hung out for the most part with my mom's side of the family. And then we would still see my father's side of the family, but it was more intermittent and on holidays and things like that. Whereas we were always on my mom's side. And I feel like that's rather common because I feel like women, they're very close with their moms usually. Um, You know, there's obviously a lot of facts and circumstances that can dictate that. But a lot of times I've noticed that. And so I feel like you want to do your best to ensure that you're going above and beyond to, you know, really engage with them and make sure you've got a great relationship with them because you got a great relationship with your wife's family or your significant other's family. It's always very helpful. It makes things easier. Agreed. I also feel like you like genuinely care. Mm-hmm. It's not just something like you just try and like you put on a face for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. I mean, heck, my mom was here with us for several months this year. Brian was just a champ about it. We were partying. We were. Lots of fun. Um, okay. Number five. He spends less and less time with the boys. By no means am I saying that if your boyfriend or husband goes out with the guys, he's not into you. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that it's just like that that time diminishes. I think that's true for anybody, though, because when you're in a committed relationship with somebody, you know, you're not your your time. You have different demands on your time, right? And different ways that you should want to spend your time, I feel like, if you really care about that person. And so things that were once enjoyable um, that you would do probably on a more frequent basis, not to say they're not still enjoyable for people, but they're just something that doesn't seem to have the same fervor, I guess, as it did at one point because you're, you've evolved and you kind of redirect where you want to put your energy. Yeah. The next one is he's kind with his words and responses. He's not like smart ass or like quirky or like making you feel like, like he's judging you. You know, he always makes you feel heard. And what I mean by that is like, I can be in like a snappy mood or I can I can be a smart ass and I can be very quick witted too. But that's just like who I am. And I definitely am that way when I was in like the dating scene. Like that is kind of how I used to show interest as well in people. But I feel as though with men, as you like start to, I don't know, get deeper a little bit and he kind of learns things about you, I feel as though they aren't, they're kinder with their responses. You're very prompt with your responses. You're very... It's not like a one, not that it's not a one word answer. It's more just like a well thought out, a very conscious response, Mm -hmm. whether it's in person, over the phone or via text. I feel as though whenever I'm saying something or asking something or text, it's like Brian goes out of his way and it's like a very conscious, well thought out text message. You know, it's not like a, it's not like a quick smart ass kind of thing that you have when you're like kind of in the dating phase with people and like their mood swings and stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel as though it's like you're more in tune and like, okay, this is well, I think texting. In this day and age, like we rely on text-based communication much more now, right? It's mm-hmm. kind of shifted the scales in terms of verbal communication because we're constantly emailing, texting, instant messaging, whatever you use. And because of that, text is never interpreted the same way as verbal communication is, right? And so there's a lot of things that can be misread, misinterpreted. Um, you know, words can come off a certain way that maybe if you were speaking, it would be a totally different, you know, tone to what you were saying. And so I think because of that, you have to really 
strive to be over communicative and be very conscious and thoughtful about what you're actually putting into it so that it's not interpreted the wrong way. Yeah. The next one is consistent attention from him. Um, this is something that you always get in the beginning phases, right? But it starts to fizzle out as people like are dating for a few years or you've been married for a ton of time. And I feel as though like when you're super into someone, especially men, not all men, but most men, I feel as though have that constant like, you know, like you said, it's like the chase. It's mm-hmm. like that con- you you have to be at a certain place of like you're always dating to keep a marriage alive. Does that make sense? Like you do have that. So yeah, I don't sit here and wonder, oh, is Brian not into me today? Or is Brian thinking about something else today? Like I can tell when he's distracted and he's thinking about work. Don't get me wrong. He's not always on 24-7. But it's not a like, oh, he's more into his friends right now or he's like, you know, doing this versus like not his duties at home. That's not how it is ever. And I think something that is interesting as well is that relationships compound. So if you know anything about compounding interest and how that works, basically it allows you to, it's like one of the best inventions of all time for somebody to try to accumulate wealth is compounding interest, right? And that's a famous quote from a lot of people throughout history. And if you think about a relationship in terms of how it compounds, when you quit putting the work into that relationship and let's call that relationship an asset when you quit putting work into it and you quit harnessing it and and, uh, trying to power the relationship in the best way you can it's not going to compound as much but when you continue to invest in that relationship as if it was an asset and allow that asset to compound over time it's going to allow you to have a tremendous upside benefit for both partners it's very transactional of you well i mean it's, it's a good way to think about it i feel like you know a lot of people they don't really consider a relationship as like a partnership and an yeah. asset. And it really is exactly what it is because the more you invest in the asset and the more you water that, it's the more it's going to grow over time. Yeah. The next one is he spends more time doing everyday things together with you, not just the usual dinner and drinks. And most of you probably think, Nina, shouldn't it be the opposite of like you still go out to dinner on date night and drinks? And maybe, I don't know, maybe that works for other people. But I feel as though when you have... Like when you're cooking, when I'm cooking dinner or I'm making tea, sometimes he'll just come on over and get off his computer and just hang out there and talk to me while I'm making something, you know, like, or I'll be upstairs folding clothes or doing something. He'll be like, you want to come up with me? And like, he'll be folding the laundry, but he just wants me to sit there and have a conversation with him. 90% of the time I get declined. Yeah. But I never get declined. So I know you're still into me. That's what I'm, that's what this is all about. So maybe next week episode is, is Nina is still Nina. into Brian. <laughs> um, so... Your guy will kind of always like, you know, it's not that he needs you to do something. It's even your pure presence while he takes care of something is more than enough. And I feel like that's very, um, that's like a sign of, you know, he's still into you. And then what's the next one? He admires you and you know this, not just by like how he's looking at you, but it also how you feel inside. Like, granted, I, I know the days when Ryan looks at me, he's just like, darn it, I just want to like take all her pain away. I can tell like by your look on your face or, oh, I know she's struggling today and I wish I could just take it all away. But then I also know when he looks at me and I can just tell like he's just like, wow, I lucked out. Mm-hmm. I concur. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, your guys like his, his admiration shouldn't just be words and things and, you know, money and cars. It should also be how he makes you feel is what I was trying to say with that. It's like a feeling that you get. Mm-hmm. The next one is he always asks how you are doing. Yeah. And you think you got to be very 
conscious of the response as well because a lot of times people can easily just say oh i'm doing okay or i'm doing fine or i'm doing great but they don't actually mean it and you should be able to pick up on that and the tone and in the engagement with them and if you recognize that they're actually not okay um, then you need to dig deeper so you can try to work through that with them to figure out what's actually bothering them i think that's a very common thing that i notice um, is that sometimes you'll you may verbally say one thing, but inside you're actually thinking something completely different. And it may take a second and some patience just to work through that to figure out if something's bothering you, what is it and how can we fix that and make it better? Um, and don't always just take a verbal response at face value. Number 11 is he looks at things objectively and always asks for your advice, knowing that now it's a partnership and not just about him. Yeah. So I think that's important because when you get deep into a relationship and even early on you got to start thinking about things differently and more objectively because it's just not yourself that you're making decisions for um you know and you got to make decisions that are serving the whole right and so through doing that it makes you start thinking differently you don't about making impulse decisions or do i want to go do this or do i want to go do that or should i make this investment um you know or should whatever that happens to be for your particular scenario you need to think about it and you need to talk it through with your significant other because you're no longer just responsible for yourself you are both responsible for each other number 12 is he's the most patient person in your life women have cycles yeah so you know us guys we get about three good weeks out of the month and then we got when we got to battle through <laughs> look i'll be the first one to admit um i get very so this is a recent thing in me and i don't know if this is because i'm like almost you know, 32, 33, whatever. I don't get it, but I'm very like the emotional roller coaster, and it's not anger by any means. It's not yelling and screaming. It's none of that. It's actually like deep sadness and just like, I don't even know, like a cloud comes over me. Mm-hmm. And it used to be as like early as last year where I would go have a great workout. I wouldn't even know when my you know, time of the month came and went, like didn't even see it happening. But now I feel like ever since all this stuff with my body's happening and all these changes are happening, I feel as though like the day of this, like when the cycle starts or a couple days before, I am just so, I came and it's just like, it's like a negative energy. Like I'm a very positive person, but those days I'm like sad. I feel like I don't want to be here. Like it's a very like, down, 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 down energy that I get. And then lo and behold, within a couple hours or within 24 hours, boom, we know why I felt that way. And then I'm back up on my, you know, I'm like back to normal. I just think that's something that you need to be, when I say you, I need, I mean like me, needs to be conscious of for people because it, it requires you to just be more observant and be more thoughtful with how you approach things and be more objective with how you approach things and really take into consideration that, you know, I mean, between males and females, there's there's different chemical and emotional makeups, right, with how we approach things. And because of that, um, whenever that does begin to occur, you just have to really under, be understanding and be aware of it so that you approach the situations better. Yeah. Like when we were coming home on Saturday. <laughs> what? And you're like, how are you doing? How, how are you, how'd you do? How'd oh, you yeah. do tonight? And I just like poured my heart out to him in our 20 minute drive home and I, was like, I hate this i don't want to be here <laughs> like going to them. literally within two hours of us being home boom we both knew why nina was feeling so down that's right um the next one is 
He tries to figure out and pay attention to what you like or don't like and then tries to make sure that the things you like or make you happy are there in your life for you, whether it's through actions or things. Yeah, just be conscious about what your significant other actually enjoys and what actually makes them happy and then just do your best to do those things. And I think that a really great book on this and the lady that married us told us to read this before we got married is the Love Languages book. And that lays out a lot of different like types of things that could impact different people for what they like like does your person like gifts do they like touch do they like emotional assurance like there's a variety of different things it walks you through and what your particular language may be could be completely different than what your partner's is and if your partner's language is you know positive reinforcements and you're getting them gifts all the time they could maybe give two shits about gifts all they want you to do is just like be there for them right and so you could be completely misreading them and doing things that you think that they would want when in reality they're not. So be very conscious and really try to understand what it is that makes your partner tick and do more of that. Um, Number 14 is a man will help you become stronger. He's going to be your biggest hype man in your life. No matter what you say, he will support you in whatever you want to do and help you become that fearless um, risk taker. I want to say a little disclaimer before you get into this one. This is not always the case. I do know men that are a little bit on the fearful side mm-hmm. and they're a little bit, what is that, risk averse. Mm-hmm. And the female in the relationship is a little bit more of like open, free, go-getter, like isn't as scared, but becomes scared because of him, you know? So this isn't always, this is not always true, but I do think it's very helpful in a strong, healthy relationship to have someone, because I think, although I do find women to be a little bit more mentally tough, and I do think we are, we do have a good idea, even though our emotions go up and down, we have, we know that about ourselves. But I do think men tend to achieve more and create more sometimes because they don't go with their mind emotions all the time you know they have like a they have tunnel vision which when you're manifesting something or you're trying to bring something about in your life and have a particular lifestyle for yourself or have dreams or goals to accomplish that's very important you have to cut out all that noise all that bs and just go for it and i feel like the right kind of guy in your life can really help you do that whereas women sometimes at least i do like with i overthink i like think of all the ways it could go bad and then I think of all the way, you know, like I try to make a logical reason of it and I'm very analytical in the way I approach things. Not all women are, but I am. <laughs> so Brian tends to really, really balance that out for me where like when I want to do something, he's like that anchor of like, yeah, go get it, do it. No matter how crazy it sounds, whether he's whether he agrees with me or not, he's always like supporting me and saying, yes, go for it. Or look, I don't agree, but hey, I support you in this and let's go do it. And I feel like that's very important. And that's absolutely a number one sign, I think, when anyone is into you. what you Like anyone who loves you and cares about you, whether it's your family or your friends, your best friend or your husband or your wife, they support you. And they're with you through whatever decisions and choices you choose to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's important because... Everybody has a different personality type, but I tolerate a lot of risk. And I think that's like how I look at things, you know, that like if you can do things that you enjoy, most people would consider that as taking a big risk, right? I just consider that as what you should be doing in your life. And you should never be afraid of doing those things. And I'm always very supportive of that. And that's not for you. That's for anybody. Like I feel like anybody should be doing their best 
to do what they enjoy doing every day. And if you're not currently in that position, then start putting your energy towards that so that at some point you can be doing what you enjoy doing every single day, because I promise you it eventually will happen. And I would never, ever cut you down or anyone down for trying to do that. And I think it's super, super important that your partner really motivates you and encourages you to do that. Now, what I will say is I think it's really important that if you do that, people have to stick with what they want. They have to be resilient and they can't give up because too many people that I've seen will like go after something and give up because it doesn't happen fast enough, right? Like you have to have ridiculous perseverance and resiliency and grit to get to certain places if it's in terms of like what you want to do with your time or what you want to kind of work you want to be in or the partner that you want so the second that you give up it's 100 percent over right but um i will never not encourage you to like continue to do that and i will always also encourage you to continue with the resiliency and grit to make well it i also i don't think just with the work stuff though like if i could say hey brian i want to go to tulum next week and he'll be like okay like I feel like you 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 don't you support anything and everything I say is what I'm trying to like oh, you yeah. are like the biggest hype man in my life I feel sure which is appreciated mm-hmm. okay this is the last one okay he won't try to change you um, especially when he knows it's something that you want or something that makes you happy he's not gonna try to persuade you otherwise um, he's not gonna try to change your likes and dislikes or try to cut you down or put you down in things and he accepts you for who you are. Yeah. Unless you're smoking crack, because then I will, <laughs> then I will help you. Not In that, do that case, anymore. no. I'm just <laughs> um, I just feel like that's an important one because. I, yeah, I don't think anybody. This is this is a general general statement. It's meant to be. I don't think anybody should ever try to change anyone, anyone else. The only person you should be trying to change is yourself on yeah. a daily basis. I agree. You shouldn't have to. I mean, it's one thing to say, "Hey, I think you could be doing this better. You could be doing that better." But I don't really. I don't think that that's usually up to us. And that, again, that doesn't just go for your spouses or your, or your significant other. It goes for anybody. Like, who are we to say that? We can suggest things when we're asked, but we don't. you're not in someone else's head and you're not in someone else's shoes. But I see this so many times where, especially men, are just trying to, like, tell their wives, like, don't do this, don't go here, don't do that, like, don't wear that, don't dance like that, you know, don't work here, don't work there, don't quit this. Like, it's just all of these demands on them and... I don't know. I I don't really see wives doing that too much. I see more of the men do that. And to me, it's just like, dude, did you forget why you guys got married? You know, mm-hmm. did you forget this person? Like, And also with that comes that we change and we evolve as people. I like different things than I liked three years ago when I married him. And same for him. I had a different lifestyle and a different way of looking at life than he did at the time. We keep changing. And I think you have to, in the back of your mind, remember that the goal is to grow together and not grow apart. Um, That wife you married five years ago, she's not the same person today. Mm -hmm. She has different likes and and wants and needs. She has different interests. She has different things that now fulfill her. She may change her mind about something and want to do something completely different. Don't be sidetracked by it. Don't try to change that in her. And I think that's an important point is that 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 person is not the same person can be a very good thing. Yeah. It should be observed. And and, I mean, people that evolve change a lot, right? Like you may start a relationship with somebody and a couple years later, they almost seem like a completely different person. Yeah. Um, And as long as it's good new habits they've picked up and positive mindset and things, I think that's wonderful. Now, obviously that's not the case for everybody. Sometimes people can be really great and then they go the other, the other way. Right. And then, and when that occurs, 
you know, you may need to help them or redirect, like help redirect help them. them, not exactly. try to control them, but yeah. try to nudge them and say, look, we can do this or that, or, you know, try to put them back on that path. And there's a million different reasons it could be, you know, that that could happen. It could just be natural. It could be, um, you know, in a traumatic emotional event that happens in somebody's life. And then all of a sudden they change. It could be a sickness. But at the end of the day, if somebody's changing, that's not a bad thing. And you can always look at that like, okay, this is a new learning that I'm going to go through that they're going to go, learn, go through. And it's part of our path on this planet. So let's move forward yeah. and embrace it. I feel like men, sometimes they mar- they marry that, that perfect person for them in that moment, right? And they think that this is how she's going to be forever. And, you know, we're going to have kids and we're going to do this. And it's, this is how it's going to go. And it's like all laid out in their head. And then, you know, I don't know, she wants to change her career or she has kids and you know, or she's moved away from her family and now her emotions are different. Her, you know, she wants a different job, whatever it means. It is, it changes a lot. And it's funny because two women in my life have already said to me, much older women than me, have said like, Nina, women change more than men do throughout their lifetimes. They play different roles. You know, they're a career person. They're this, they're a mom and a this, or they like fit into these roles and that's how they see themselves. And this is always in an ebb and a flow. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always up and down, in and out. It's always constantly changing as the families or partnerships needs change. And that really stuck with me and like it sank with me for a second because I myself right now, I'm going through kind of like a, what's my next move? And, you know, after I'm better again, like what's my, you know, what is it that I want to do? And Brian, you, you never, Brian, you never like push me at it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're giving me my time to like figure out my life and heal and going on a priority basis 100%. But it's funny because my mom one day said, she goes, maybe your job is just to focus on your health and learn to be okay with where you are right now mm-hmm. and not judge yourself on what you're doing or not doing, but just the progress you're making in your health because it's so important. And she's like, that's nothing. You're nothing without that. She's like, you guys can have all the success and all the fame or whatever, and it'll be nothing if you're not healthy. And then she's the one who had explained to me, she's like, you know, with Brian's stuff moving forward so quickly, she's like, maybe this is a chance for you to like, it's another role. It's another place, you know? And not once have I found Brian trying to change that in me, like, oh, go do something or, oh, go this, like, no, never. I have never felt that. I've never heard that from his mouth. I've never heard him say anything like that to me. I don't even get those feelings or vibes from him. Um, it's always supportive. It's always like in a place of nurturing and caring and patience all the time and a, ton, a shit ton of positivity, which is all that we should get from our partners. Um, and I feel like any woman in that scenario could be like, you know, grow into the best version of herself. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. That was 10, no, that was 15 signs that your boyfriend or husband is still into you. I don't know if I should do a female version because I feel like we don't have a lot of guy listeners, but if I should, message me on Instagram, please, Nina Pal Dixon. Um, If you guys have any questions or comments about this little uh, fun episode we did, you can't message Brian anymore because he has gotten rid of his social media. So if you have questions for him, message me. I'll definitely shoot them over to him. But hope you enjoy this little quick Valentine's Day special of ours. Um, And please, guys, this was just fun. Like, don't take this as like, you know, science. It is science. No, it's not. It's science that the female brain is. Everyone's got their own way of showing things. It's not all the time, but this is a start. We also want to thank Onyx for giving us a special cameo appearance today. 
and she's, uh, she's down for the count. We hope everyone has a great week, depending on where you're located. If you're in one of these areas where it's snowing like crazy, be safe on the roads out there because it is nuts in St. Louis right now. See you next week. Later.